I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Please welcome the wickedly talented Fam! 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 Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. Um, my name is Levens. It was my birthday this week. I'm 35 years old now, and uh, it's been four, three, four weeks since I last saw Angus Truscott mm. in 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 real life. Since I last sat next to him in in the real reality, I felt his skin next to mine, felt his breath on the back of my neck. Where were we? Your house or mine? Your house, I think. Trying to, yeah, I'm trying to remember the last IRL recording. It was like the ISO has been so second, second or third week of March. Second, yeah, maybe second week yeah. of March. You at one point you thought you had coronavirus, so I just was like, okay, no more, no more recording with. Angus. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was in contact with somebody who uh, was with someone on a boat with it. We're all gonna have those stories after this. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, it was my birthday. Um, I had a mm. real cool birthday where um, I walked <laughs> to um, the creek. And then um, yeah. the, the funny thing is the day before that, walk to the creek. The day after that, walk to the creek. T- today. Real huck, Huckleberry Finn shit. Yeah, this morning. Yeah, walk to the creek, walk to the creek and say the N-word. You know how, you know how, how yeah. classic American <laughs> yeah, literature okay. goes. Um, mm. Yeah, but this morning I was meant to be on a plane to Japan and I would have been in Japan right now. I don't know. I guess we would have pre-recorded a bunch of episodes. Yeah, kind of glad Corona happened because we really hadn't organized that. So this is kind of lucky for the listener. <laughs> you willed it to happen. You were like, I hate pre-recording, dude. No, pre-recording's funny. We did like four in one day at your house, remember? It was like what, four la- weeks of last Last time times. you went to Japan, awesome. yeah. That was so wild. And we had a lot to work with then. But yeah, so in, I, I was meant to be in Japan now and, and for the next three weeks, except instead that we went to the creek today. Yeah. But you went to the bit that kind of, um, I don't know, the bit that was polite and... <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Had, or the, and the trains ran on time. <laughs> Man, uh, it's really fucked up now because, um, like, oh, it's good. I understand why they've done it. But um, you can't go to... the All the parks are closed now. So all, all, all mm. like, children's, uh, you know, play centers, et cetera, and, and, and outdoor parks. And they've really, like, yeah. they've gone overboard with it. They've, like locked all of the swings like they've wrapped the swings around the top of the swing mm. set and then locked the padlocked signs, them isn't it, being like- and then like yeah like wrapped like orange like neon orange uh like danger tape around all of the play equipment uh heavy it's like it's, it's finally it's like now my daughter understands that's that's what it takes to get through to a three-year-old 
make <laughs> what if daughter understand make a make a playground look like a war zone now that, that's how you get through to them shit dude that's heavy um but look yeah i was able to celebrate my birthday with uh with my immediate family uh, my dad came and waved at me from the balcony <laughs> i was on the balcony and i waved and i said hi dad and he said happy birthday so the same as every other year Yeah, exactly yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's cool. and then I got a special video. Um, woke up, woke oh, up yeah. the next morning uh, to a special video <laughs> uh, from Donald Trump, the, the the man of the minute. It's weird that he had time to do this. So, is, is this our new tradition? We buy each other the worst cameo ima- yeah, imaginable. Yeah, you, you started okay. it. Yeah, you started it. Yours is actually better in the sense that it was such a. No, you know what? They're both pretty good in their own like senses. You could seed it. You could like reference someone that you know is on cameo, like months before my next birthday, and then get the cameo from him. Totally. And you're like, oh wow, it's yeah, a hay I can fam plant joke. the seed now. There aren't that many like yeah, direct direct hay fam joke characters that use the cameo service. So real real the life Peter looked for was, real life Peter Griffin was it was a miracle find. First thing I looked for was um, sexy bong, <laughs> who wasn't there. You just, so you just typed in my aunt. My, my yeah, step-mom. immediately I was just like, "This is." Cr-. I even asked your aunt if she could do one, and she didn't understand. She didn't like the script I sent, so I was like, "Fuck, I've got to really." And then I was just scrolling through, and I was like, "This is great." And I was like, "Is this guy a Tonight Show guy?" No, nope, he's just a guy who sounds like Donald Trump when he wants to. Yeah, so run me, th- like, run me through your, real your process. Bottom feeder. Um, my process was like, "Fuck, it's a weekend," but also the days are weird. So my first idea was like, shit, it's going to be late, which I was kind of bummed about. Um, But then I was like, Corona, baby, it's fine. (laughs) Also, something's in the post from another country coming to you. Um, Fantastic. I don't know when it's going to get there. It's shipped like before your birthday. So it should be there soon. You will know when it comes, I guess, because it'll be something you didn't order. Yep. Um, But then I was just doing some scrolls and I was like, Donald Trump's pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'll... I was hoping his son would be on there Like one of his like asshole sons Yeah right Baron <laughs> And I wanted to say that like You're fired or something <laughs> And I was just And then I found this guy called Rob Trump And I was like Oh that's weird Who's that And then it turns out he's just like A really shitty Donald Trump impersonator Like I hadn't heard of him Like I thought he was SNL Like no He's nothing Yeah so there's there's a lot of Trump impersonators on Cameo And some of them put mm. a lot of effort into it Some of them like get, get dressed up in like orange paint with a you know a golden yeah prosthetics. Um, yeah, we're, this, we're, I think that's what appealed me about this guy. I was like, this guy's a fucking renegade in the Trump um, impersonator scene. He didn't even put a suit on. <laughs> no, he's just outside in his front or backyard. Uh, and so it's just him in like this like kind of like garish kind of not quite Hawaiian shirt. He looks like Ken. No, where do you think he lives? Uh, he looks like yeah. He looks like Ken Marino. Ken Marino. I was like, damn. He definitely California. My man. He lo- definitely looks like yeah. It, that's some Cali vibes. Um, I think I love the importance of uh, of referencing Tumix. Um, I've got it fired yeah, up. That seems. Sh- to- should, we, should we play the whole drop? I've got the full one here. Do you want me to play that? Like the high quality one? Yeah, please. Let's hear that high quality audio. Yeah, I'm gonna go HQ. Maybe I'll put it up on. Maybe we should put these up on cam- uh, our Patreon soon, and people can download them <laughs> <laughs> for their for their own purposes. Um, where's my man's? Where is my? Oh, here he is. Minute eighteen. It's insane. Yeah, he really. He really went. Re- way real too life, long Peter Griffin. He liking. kept it short and sweet. Twenty seconds long. You had to upload this. Real on life, Insta- Peter Griffin's like in it for the money. That tells me. Rob Trump's in it for like 
when it's over, it's over. He just likes you know what I mean? recording like he himself knows. talk. He should have, I bet he has a podcast. Look at that picture of him. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks like a guy. The, the thumbnail looks like a guy arguing with you at Bunnings, like in the garden section, because he's got like all this greenery around him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to hit play. Levens. Hopefully you're having a very good birthday, by the way. Angus is a great guy. We love Angus. Angus is a very, very smart fellow. And we think he might be maybe colluding with Russia, maybe maybe China, possibly South Korea. These countries are all very nasty people, by the way. South Korea says they're our friends, but they're really not. They took all of our masks, all of our ventilators, and they gave us nothing in return. Nothing at all, okay? Nothing at all. So my good friend, Kim Jong-un, I like to call him the rocket man because he has lots of rockets, by the way. But we're going to make Tumix good again, and he's a big Tumix kind of guy, just like you. But you know what? It's totally cool because Angus is a great guy, and even though he probably is working for Russia or China, he's a really good guy, by the way. So guess what, Levins? Have a great birthday. We're going to get you back on your feet soon. You're going to be out of social quarantine. And if you get it, you're going to be fine. You're going to be totally fine. You're probably pretty young. Already and if lost you me. get sick, you can take hydrochloroquine. It's a very good medicine. I don't know any stock in it, but it's it's very good. You should buy a, a lot of it, okay? Just way too long. <laughs> so long. Repeats the whole s- sequence twice. Yeah. And I just, I just looked. Speaks about me more than you, which is insane. <laughs> he likes that you. was an, a request. I like. So did you tell him to like say make Tumix great again, and then he's. I'll have the. I think I'll have the email here. Yeah, I was just like, let me bring it up because you you get like two hundred and fifty characters. Yeah, I love that. He, like, I love that he said make Tumix good again. <laughs> like he doesn't even know. Yeah. The 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 fucking Trump hat. Oh, I know. What 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 hack? <laughs> it's like you had one job, dog. Uh, That's like, hey, Rob, it's my friend Levin's birthday tomorrow. Would love for you to wish him a happy birthday. Please throw in a make Tumix great again. And plus mention your friend Kim Jong-il that he likes Tumix as well. Would love for you to freestyle. Uh, I trust you to freestyle some Trumpisms also. That's it. <laughs> that make t- I literally just said, say, make Tumix great again, which he didn't do. Make Tumix good again is the only genuinely funny moment of that entire one, one <laughs> yeah. minute 18 video. It's good. <laughs> I, I wanna. I would love to do an uh, like an episode. It'd be so expensive. Like you and I record an episode, get one of the pay pigs to transcribe it for us. One of, we one of our beloved then, pay fam Patreon members to transcribe yeah, one the, of the whole pay thing. Pay pigs to do it. <laughs> for and then um, with our Patreon money that month, get Peter Griffin to do one of us <laughs> and him to do the other, and then us edit it so it's them doing the episode. That's our birthday that present to next to, to each other next year. Yeah, seriously, that would be so fucking good. <laughs> and then it'd be so expensive. Except we we, we would um assign Pete, we'll have Peter Griffin to me, and and Rob Trump to you, and then I'll make nonstop Trump references. Yeah. And so we'll have Peter Griffin has to and make, make Trump references, references, and then you have to make Family Guy. And they're like, "Oh, are you sure you didn't give us the wrong guys?" Like, like yes. no, 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 no. Like, shut up. I'm paying you. You do what <laughs> <Yeah>. I say. <laughs> uh, thank you. So I saw life's hidden. Hitting you hard Thanks for a beautiful uh, Birthday present Dude it's so fine That's only one half There's still something Which um I'm pretty sure you don't have I checked with your wife Oh good Um I've been buying shit like crazy So don't be upset If I do have it already 
I know. I was like, is this in there? And she's like, I don't think so. I was like, all right. <laughs> um, I just looked, Robert Trump actually costs more than real life Peter Griffin on Cameo. Yeah, he was like $80. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I think so. It was fucked. Yeah, we're $30 American, but our dollar is just so bad at the moment. Oh, no, it was 50 Yeah. It was 50 No, that's all right. That's all right. Um, I'm worth it. Robert Wool was more expensive. Cameo. What a weird, weird way to. I'd pay this. for him. Apparently, all the Tiger King, obviously not, not what's his face. Um, yeah, a bunch of them are on that. I was gonna get one for you, but I was like, it's it's so normy. Yeah, no, like, yeah. Look, there's nothing normy about like, a Trump impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> I when I posted, I was like, I wonder how many people who don't know me think I'm like pro Trump just by po- like by seeing this in their feed. Yeah. I love it. And then it. I was like, it's it's it the bit is funnier than the implication. Um, hey, speaking of Tiger King, I finished it finally. Crazy. Um I found like the last two episodes like real a real slog to get through. I just wanted horrible things yeah, to right. happen to all of the people involved. And uh the- happened to most. Yeah, it wasn't horrible enough. <laughs> So I watched it in like two sittings, so I, I can't really remember when an episode ended yeah. or began, or like the, I, I I can't separate episodes. I spread it out. Actually, that was how I ended my birthday night, watching watching Huge. watching tigers get shot. What's the episode where the dude's on the jet ski? Because that's fucking sick. Oh yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> I think that's like the, yeah, that's, that's like one of the best smash cuts. Isn't that or episode like, five maybe? That character, yeah, that's one of the most insane transitions ever in a in, in a in a thing. That character is maybe the secret funniest character. The guy, the guy from Walmart, a hundred percent, yeah. The guy from Walmart's like maybe the only good person involved in the documentary. Which guy? The guy from Walmart who becomes his um uh, his the campaign manager. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. He's like, and even then, yeah, no, like, totally, yeah, yeah. He's not great. When he's like, fuck Yeah, the, no one is good. When he's like, I'm, no I'm libertarian. So, no, no, what is that? Is he saying libertarian? So, fuck the feds. <laughs> he's like, what are the, and he loves vaping, right? Something like he's that, like, yeah. I love to vape and I love politics. Is that what he says? He's like into vaping and politics? Something like that, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe I'm thinking something. I've been watching a lot of things lately. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. What have you been watching, bro? Uh, um, I've gotten into, I, I, I was reading this GQ article. That's not. I think it's a series they're a, doing. Reading isn't watching. It was called like Johnny Depp's cool, coolest aftershaves, and it was just a just a nice list of Johnny Depp's cool aftershaves. No, it's called um, the last and then a number things that made us laugh. And Tim and Eric did one, and it was kind of like the last seven things that they've laughed at because they're like, oh, everyone's in lockdown at the moment. Let's. I think they're asking comics and like content makers like funny shit they watch. Yeah, and it can be old films, it can be old TV shows. Like they spoke about Curb, and like the new season of Curb's amazing. Albert Brooks films, but there's a guy. Have you seen this dude called All Gas No Breaks? No. So it's this young dude, and it's kind of like what Kyle Mooney used to do before SNL, um, and like he's just very straight, and he goes to like the Area Fifty One raid in a suit and like interviews people, or goes to like Burning Man. Goes to Sexpos. It's very, very good. And they're, they're about to work with him on a pilot. Oh, cool. And they're like, it's great because no one knows who he is. 
who he is right now. So I, I've, I've just kind of been just like hammering his YouTube. I'll send it to you after this. Yeah, it's great because it's shot so well. I mean, it's edited so well. It's like classic, classic editing. But it's just like he's so straight and good and then just lets everyone do the talking. He goes to like a fur con and like they discover that like most furries rap as well. So there's just hella amounts of like dudes in wolf suits spinning bars <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's and just vaping. They're, they're all into vaping. They're all into furry shit. It's so good. And he's never like making fun of them. He's just like, hey, what's going on? And it's just like, it's super good. So I think he's he's going to be huge. That's my hey fan prediction. Um, I think I I might be a furry. <laughs> I know some of the texts you've been sending me, <laughs> um, real 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 wolf hours. You know, I'm gonna do a I'm, I'm gonna do a post tomorrow, and it's um gonna be a uh, a picture of the Beast Stars manga, like one of the Tankerbon volumes, um, and then uh, I'm gonna put a Black Sad graphic novel. Do you know Black Sad? He's like a uh, no. It's, what's a, that? it's like a detective cat, anthropomorphic cat in like a bunch of and uh, a world of animals. I've got a print of him on my wall. Of uh, one of those in the background is up there. You see that shit? I can see Mario in his shoe it's next to Mario. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, Mario in a shoe, also my, also one of my kinks. <laughs> um, my eye goes to Mario. Um, Beastars, Black Sad, uh, a Blu-ray copy of Zootopia. And, and and then the latest Animal Animal Crossing, and it's going to be whoops! I think I'm a furry starter pack. Yes, King. Because uh, I am. I, I'm like I've read four volumes of the um, Beastars manga, and I'm like f- halfway through the anime. Shit, man, the anime is so good. It's on it's on Netflix. Um, it's like a romance. Um, it, it's like a high school romance, um, but it's set in a. Um, it's like an all animals, and they're like d- divided into like groups of carnivores and herbivores at the same college and so like the bulk of the characters are in the drama club and the opening a character a herbivore character is murdered in in the opening first episode and then it's almost like this kind of like murder mystery uh talk about like you know like play on society slash romance slash kind of horny um furry shit um i think you'd love the trifecta of of you in 2020 i think you'd love it (laughs) It's really good. Yeah. It is really, really good. The animation's amazing. Like when it started, I was like, "Oh, it kind of looks a little bit like a Fire Emblem c- cutscene from last year." Like a what? Like Fire, Fire Emblem, Emblem cutscene yeah, because right. it's like it is like weirdly three D, three dimensional. Um, but uh, like the animation is actually like it's fully gorgeous. And then the when that when you actually get the theme song in the second episode, it's all stop motion with this insanely good song. Um, what do they call like? Oh, oh yeah, you sent that to me. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah, no, I did. It's fucking lit. It's real good. Uh, I think you would really enjoy the series. And it's not often that we can b- recommend an anime series that probably everyone listening already has access to because it's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. It's on Netflix and it's actually really good. Big, big recommendo from me. And I watched, um, the manga's I watched good an too. anime this week. What did you watch? Neon Genesis again? Um, F- Frozen 2. Oh, good. You watched Frozen 2? Sick. <laughs> yeah. From this little studio, this little boutique anime studio. My most watched movie of like the last... 3D as well. ...last five years. Actually, no, I've definitely seen Frozen the most and then Frozen 2 is cl- close behind it. Um, sure. What did you think? Uh, they're fine. They're like very nothing to me. Yeah. They're just like not a lot happens, but that's like... I keep watching and I'm like, man, I, I know like like my movies from that Disney era were Aladdin and The Lion King and shit, but I'm like, those movies are fucking way better than this. 
Elsa is so unlikable. I was watching just being like, man, she is hard work. I don't see why she's a like like a, a, a phenomenon. Well, they didn't really she's such yeah. a boring one note character who like just does the same shit she did in the first movie, the same mistake. There's no growth. It's yeah. like it's very hard to like her. Oh, the opening song is like some things time. never change, including almost all of the characters in this franchise. Every plot point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 I just find them like very, um, compa- there's no like kinetic energy like there were in the earlier, like the movies I saw, like the Disney ki- movies when I was a kid. And I know that's obviously through my fucking gold, uh, rose tinted glasses probably. But I was just like, they see, there's just something that's missing. It's very clean. It's very safe. It's just, it's very slow. They're all way too long. It's slow, but not that much happens in that movie as well. It's, it's, no, I was like, oh, it reached a point and I was like, oh, I think this is the settings of the movie. Like, there's the old town and then this forest. It hit me. I was like, they're, they're, they're doing nothing else in this movie. Well, she goes, she goes to that weird ice ice thing in the middle of the sea like ice cave yeah but it's like they're probably just the same renders as the ice cave she made in the first movie or whatever <laughs> but i was just like oh it's just kind of like it they're in the forest We've just, i don't know i found it very the palette was not i don't know i i don't know man i was just like i wasn't into it and obviously i'm not the demographic at all yeah I, the demographic at all but I'm, I'm only more like, so I because know, I, I have the kids. Like you know, Archie, Archie lo- doesn't like it like anywhere near as much as Tilly. Tilly's just like that's her, that's her thing forever now. She's just a frozen girl. Um, yeah, but uh, I, I, I definitely love. What the- do you think of Elsa? Oh, I, I like even when I first saw Frozen, I was just like, why did why is Elsa the popular one? Anna's clearly the better character in the first movie, but then I feel like she totally. she gets a really raw deal in the second movie. She's she just gets like. She becomes the um, the girlfriend of the superhero who's always telling them not to be a superhero. I hate that character. Like, yeah, what's her name in fucking yeah. Daredevil? Um, well, every character in Daredevil is that is that character pretty much. Every character is Matt Murdock's girlfriend telling him to stop being a superhero. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I I really hated it when Anna's like like don't don't use your powers, don't go away without me, don't do this, don't do that. You promised. It's just like it gets boring, and and then like. The, the first movie is all about like Elsa overcoming all of her fears and, and, and learning to be a family. And then this movie kind of breaks them up for no real good reason. Yeah. And they're like, you're set here now and you look after this now. And it's like, oh, now they can do a sequel. I'm like, wait a minute, this was the sequel. I don't know. Uh, th- th- Jen- totally. Jen- yeah, it- Jenny Nicholson did an awesome video about like what she would have done with a Frozen sequel in which she imagines mm. there being like princesses just like Elsa that have element powers like from around the world so like there's a fire princess there's an earth princess that would be so lit like I don't understand why that wasn't the, the route they chose because the like the beings that's that, X-Men the beings that represent the elements in Frozen 2 are so random like one of them is a fire yeah, like a, a fire lizard? lizard a horse and then one of them is just a, a giant a gust of wind when it's not, but it's not one giant yeah. it's multiple giants yeah, I found that extremely inconsistent and I was confused for a long time. I guess that kind of ties into like all folklore, like sorry to all like Nordic people listening, but like all that folklore, like there's no like defined rules or anything like that. Or maybe it's just because they've been reinterpreted so many times that there is a lot of inconsistencies between legends or whatever. But um, yeah. yeah. And man, I I kept thinking again, I, I you know, I hate to compare to The Lion King. <laughs> 
But I was like, man, they only sang like four songs in The Lion King or something. And it was like every 30 something minutes. Every t- two minutes, I'd break into a song in this. I like that though. That's why. I mean, that is why I like these movies. I like. I, lo- I really like the music. I think the the two yeah. the two songwriters know, are really man. good. Um, yeah. Look I, again. I, it's not for me. I'm glad. And like, I, I, critiquing it is even dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. I just. Th- I, I just felt like it. It just. I don't know. It, it. It just seems so clean. It's so squeaky clean, and so I know it's for three year olds, so it has to be. But like. I don't know, man. No, you're right. There is a grit in all of those, like you know, classic era, '90s Disney movies. Like there, are, like there are some scary moments in Frozen and Frozen Two, um, but the like this is okay. This is what I'm going to say: Aladdin, Robin Williams, Frozen, Josh Gad. Like, come on, man! You fucking. I'm not going to say anything else. I got my man's Robin Williams, who's rocking Isimiyaki to a flubber fucking grand opening. And then I got Josh Gad filming himself crying about Corona. Like, <laughs> it sums it up perfectly. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, but even even though like two main characters from Frozen Two at one point in the movie die, death feels so much more real in like Aladdin. So Lion many people King. die in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's pretty insane. Yeah. So many people die. I was like, oh, everyone dies in this. <laughs> and I love that the one black guy in it, he, he's he been pining over the one other black woman in the village for like 40 years. I was like, that's so dumb. It's so on, like, it, like, it's so in line with Disney's like pretty rubbish efforts to like diversify their casts. Mandatory diversity. He's like, oh, is Mrs. Black Woman still alive? And they're like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, nice. I'm, it's I'm, like, it's, it's, you it's very surprising that they didn't also make that character gay. They always th- like yeah. we're going to talk about onward. Maybe in the a lizard was gay, and like they they tick off. Uh. It's like oh yep, oh yeah. It's a it's a it's a person of color who's a lesbian. We did it. I um, we- there's probably going to be like a a think piece on why the lizard's gay, like the, <laughs> the gay king we stand from Frozen Two. The lizard rocks. I'll write it for something. Lizard best character in in Frozen yeah. Two. Did you like Lost in the Woods? That Hands song down. that Kristoff sings. The like rock ballad. Yeah, it was fine. Like I'm never gonna listen. I'm never gonna go. Shit, I gotta listen to Lost in the Woods. Like it didn't. No, it was fine. It did nothing. Do you want? Do, do you want to borrow like Tilly for a while, me. and she'll force you to listen to it constantly on loop? No, I knew I'd heard the Weezer one. Like it's fine. It's cool that that type of song was in that movie, I guess. But then again, like I don't really. The amount I care is like next to nothing. But wait, I mean, when when all like that is a, a great. It's a great clip. Essentially, it becomes like a rock film clip. Except there's reindeer. As the backup singers. Yeah. That's fun. Sure. Yeah, it was fine. Like, there's other things I'd watch. Yeah, I'm, I am, su- I'm, su- I I am surprised you watched Frozen 2 to begin with. I'm not. I'm trying to speak about it without, like, adjusting my standards. Like, I'm just trying to view it as, like, a straight up, like, comparing it to, like, a film I like, which I'm going to do because I think you should do that. No, totally. Like, I, I legitimately stopped watching like, Disney movies until I had kids. Totally. Yeah, I don't know why. I think it was because it was on um, Disney Plus. And I was like, oh, I, I watched the first one hungover one day. I think I've told this story where I ordered a calzone and ate it in bed and watched Frozen because <laughs> so hung- I was so hungover. I was so hungover, man. Yeah. I had a huge night and I was living in the old house and I was just like, I, I, I'd fucked my body up with so many concoctions the night before. And I woke up and was, it was a Sunday and I was like, I need a calzone and I'm going to watch a Disney movie. See, like Moana, I preferred the shit out of Moana to Frozen Two. Oh, Moana is a much better movie than Frozen Two for sure. I like that one. I lo- I lo- Hands down, I love I every song. In that I just too. find this—it's so squeaky clean. 
Yeah, Moana's sick. It looks sick. The characters are great. The rocks in it. This is this just this is just so squeaky clean. There's something like just too pristine about it. Yeah, isn't Moana's the same? Interesting. Like it doesn't even have the interesting looks. Oh, I was gonna say it doesn't have the same interesting looks as like Sleeping Beauty or like Cinderella or Snow White. Like even they're like pristine anglo-sized princess stuff like you know the background designs in sleeping beauty are like a work of art yeah i mean i guess with frozen it's just snow <laughs> yeah it's such a dull thing like snow planets and stuff are always my least favorite thing in stuff it's just like what about hoth? oh it's white what about hoth? hoth hoth is the only it sets the standard it's like the original snow planet yeah okay you can't do snow after hoth planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, so Frozen 2 was like the, the, the first kind of weird move forward um, uh, mm. uh, release for, um, for on, on, Dis- on, on Disney release. Plus. It, it, they, they released it digitally and then like two weeks later they added it to Disney Plus as a kind of incentive for people to stay inside. Um, and uh, just last week it was announced that Onward, a movie that hasn't even been released um, in cinemas in Australia, um, I managed to see it at like a preview in the cinemas. Um, and that, that's the last movie that I saw at the movies in uh, in 2020. Um, but they announced, yeah, that, that they were going to be releasing it digitally in Australia um, now, basically this weekend just passed. And then if, at the end of the month it comes to Disney+, Plus, which is crazy and like... Unheard of. I, I didn't think that Disney would ever be the one to like be like, oh, fuck it. Here you go. I guess it is just I mean, this market they're releasing it to. I don't know. Yeah. I, no, you know what? And it's technically going to be their least grossing... Pixar movie ever. Pixar film ever. It's such a bummer. Which kind of... It is a bummer, but also like it makes me stop and think like these movies cost so much money and they make so much money. Like is there... Is that at all a time for now people to be like, yo, why do we... Spend this much money making... You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, sure. I, I want to know why movies cost $600 million and stuff. Like, <laughs> that shouldn't that shouldn't be the case. I kept thinking about that while watching this because I was like, man, I really like Pixar as a company and as creatives. And that sucks that this is going to be their lowest grossing movie. But then I was like, but like Justice League was $700 million. And it's like, where, where, where does that price come from? <laughs> And I know there's probably an answer, but then why is there inflation for like certain people to get paid like 
I mean, I know the again the answer to that is because it's like capitalism. It's not like like um, communism, but it's just like how some cunt getting like twenty million dollars to be in this movie while like the computer animator's not. And it's like, yeah, I know all the answers to this, but maybe like something like this, which has deeply impacted the entertainment industry, maybe like this whole fallout from like you know they've been getting away with this shit for so long, charging exuberant prices and whatever is this going to make them stop and go like oh shit maybe justice league shouldn't have been 700 million dollars like it is a movie and you know what i mean where do you where where do you reckon the pay cuts need to be made because i don't want movies looking worse than they do so are you suggesting that actors, actors yeah get paid less to actors be and directors voices? yeah and directors yeah man 100 percent. fuck actors they're liars <laughs> I have no respect for them after the Gal Gadot. Um, oh, of course, video. yeah, of course. That seriously, that any goodwill is undone. That would be amazing if, like, if like all studios she ruined it. Like, came together and referenced that video, <laughs> or yeah, or like, it was like all the studio heads doing Imagine, except it's Imagine. There's no actors. <laughs> it's easy if man. you try. They've- I don't know. I'm seeing all this shit like Ellen today being like being at homes like in a prison and she like has this palatial mansion. Oh, fuck off. She did this video and she's like, yeah, isolation's like being in a prison. And it's just like, you live in like a fucking security compound, like, you know, mansion. You have a chef California. that lives with you. <laughs> You're fucked. Like, it just sucks. Every I'm, lo- I'm losing the little respect I had for a lot of people in the entertainment industry with this. Like, they're all... Breaking my balls <laughs> You know what I mean I kind of wish it was Oscar season again And Joaquin Phoenix was Going off king At like any podium You know Right yeah totally What's what? Yeah, what's the just, Joker doing For coronavirus That would be amazing If, if uh, Yeah that'd be That'd be nice <laughs> It's like he, he said He would never do a sequel But coronavirus Will make him do a sequel <laughs> What would he be doing He would have made coronavirus He would shoot it in the head Yeah For sure Damn, I'm gonna. I'm, Did he? No, I'm gonna vote. I hope the Joker win. They, they announce like last minute Democrat leader, and so that Joker. Yeah, the next, the next, the next election is Joker versus Trump. That'd be sick. Todd Phillips running mate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I was just like, yeah, so sad that Pixar's had a high, lowest grossing movie. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> they make like billions of dollars, and that's kind of a problem. I think. Isn't it? Yeah, and then it's... Am I wrong in thinking that? No, I mean, I get it. We should be reassessing a lot of, like... It's been an ugly bubble, and it's, like, become infested and has, like, become an oozing, weeping sore now. And it's, like, why isn't, like, the medical industry... You know, why aren't certain things getting that much money? But fucking Zack Snyder and Joss Whedon's Frankenstein cunt of a movie is, like, making bank in China. Like, I, I just don't understand. It's reached a point where, like, movies are no longer... You know, it's like, not to do the Scorsese thing, but they're literally like fighters in a boxing match. They put out a movie to compete with another movie. You know, Mm. it's just like, it's just, I don't know, man. It's like I was saying when like seeing Sonic and Birds of Prey, like people using them as like political (laughs) adversary. And you're just like, what are you doing? They're movie. Like, fuck, whatever happened? (laughs) It's bumming me out. Got a real ranty there. You either go fast or you get emancipated. You can't do both. Seriously, you can. And it's because they're both dumb movies and they're fun. Like, just shut up and watch movies. There's no reason why Justice League should have was $700 million. 
<laughs> that's and it looks like that. Yeah, that's true. What? How much? It's how much money? So how much money do you um, put forward as the amount uh, th- that a movie like Onward should cost to make? I, I don't know how much Onward costs to make, and like maybe this isn't about. Onward. Oh no, no. I, I, I know how much like, do you think it should ca- cost to make? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Like. As someone who's not in the entertainment industry I don't know if there's like base levels for directors Or if it's picture by picture Like is any of that regulated? I'm sure there's an answer I'm sure I'll never know it Like why does an actor go like I'm going to get 20 million for this And another actor's like Well I'm going to get 5 million You know what I mean? Yeah I guess it's like any job in the fucking world, like if it's not communism. So, um, Why is some guy doing the same job as me getting paid more and he's worked less years? You know what I mean? Like what's the... The, bu- the, the budget of Onward is apparently between 175 and 200 million. Yeah, so I don't know, like, who's getting what? I want a breakdown of that. I want processing speeds. I want electricity bills. How much is Chris? How much did Chris Pratt get? How much are the computers getting? What's that iMac Pro getting? What's that <laughs> G3 Pro getting for rendering that shit? Um, so are, are we going to talk about this movie? Because I was actually quite surprised when you sent me a text telling me how much you loved it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why you were surprised. I, I, you know, I'm a Pixar dog. It's like people don't dislike it, but it's pretty like everyone's pretty lukewarm on it. Like I don't think people are that that hot about. What do you with. mean? Where are you getting this information from? It's like got really tight reviews, and I think a pandemic's happened, so no one's seen it. Like it, it, it didn't have a normal release. I mean, in America, I mean, like like for example, AV Club, where I, you know, I, I've, they're mostly trustworthy. I guess when I want to get a gauge of what people think of a movie. The headline. Really? I never. I, I, it's all different critics. Yeah, I, I know. like to. You know. That's true. Pixar loses a little of the magic with Onward. Was the uh, the headline of that review? Um, yeah, right. I, I, uh, I, I just remember when I, when I found when I when I watched, I was like, "Damn, I really liked this." And then I tried to find other positive reviews of it, and um, like they're not bad, but like it's like it's like B plus C yeah, sixes. Right. No, I saw a bunch. I, for some reason, I thought people were vibing on it. Um, but uh, I loved it, um, and I, dude, I thought it was sick. Yeah, I was so relieved to get like a new universe in Pixar. Yeah, and I loved like the, the, how much world building they did in this. Like, you know, I, I'm not a fantasy fan at all, but this uh, this world kind of like accepts that there's there's magic and technology in this world, and the 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 whole point of the movie isn't to be like, you know, Oh, one's different to the other. It's like, oh no, that here's here's the magic that exists still that everyone takes for granted, and here's the technology, and here's how they work together. And I don't know, it was it was just there were lots of great sight gags. It was such a good world. It was a great story. Yeah, and I love I love the ending. Yeah, I know the ending is crushing. Um, that, that was a beautiful ending. Yeah, absolutely. I watched it. Uh, we're gonna go spoilers or no? Uh, yeah, let, let's look. We're, we're gonna do spoilers for the for onward for the rest of this episode. Uh, if you go listen to PayFam this week, we're going to be talking about um, how much I predict it would cost to set up a 40x cinema in your own living room. Dude, that's <laughs> so sick. I can't wait to break that shit down. Um, plus, uh, we'll be talking about some uh, Animal Crossing. I watched a Netflix movie called Uncorked, which I can't wait to uncork with Angus. I, I still don't know. I, yeah, I, I'm more... Su- I, if anyone's surprised at a text message that was sent between us two, it's you going, I'm watching a movie called Uncorked. It's just, I'm like, did you lose a bet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, it was, it was, it was strange. I wouldn't, I wouldn't entirely not recommend. I don't know. 
We'll talk about that. We'll, we'll get into it. it. B, I was watching. I was on the couch with B, and we uh, and it just re- Netflix recommended it to us, and it's it's a movie. What are you watching? To get recommended that It was like the it, was, it only came out last week So it, it just came up as like New sure. releases Right And it, it, it's a movie about um, uh, The son of a Of a barbecue restaurant owner A barbecue restaurant in Memphis So the son of a barbecue restaurant owner um, Wants to become a sommelier So it's about barbecue and wine And, and it has a, um, uh, a Like a hip hop soundtrack All by Hit Boy The producer Hit Boy Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know who the fuck this movie's for, um, but let's <laughs> let's give it a chance. And B, B was like, kind of pushing for it to begin with, and so we watched it. And uh, there, look, I, I I would say you might like it because um, just the ten first ten. I told you to watch the first ten minutes because oh yeah, there's in, Kanye references. in the first ten minutes. There's a Kanye joke, quick, closely followed by an autism joke, and I was like, oh fuck yeah, <laughs> Angus like, Angus is will the IMDb. Did Angus write this? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's one of those movies that like it it falls apart, and you're just kind of like it's not it's not bad until like it suddenly is just like kind of painful to watch. And the the guy who made it, who directed it, is um, one of the writers of um, Brooklyn Nine Nine. What is it again? Brooklyn Brooklyn sixty nine Brooklyn sixty nine. That's the one. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I Parks and Brooklyn Nation. <laughs> the, the, all of the barbecue stuff and the wine stuff was actually really well researched. And as a fan of both of those things, it was cool to see so much love for that put into the movie. But the story was was uh, like was kind of shocking towards the end. And like, it just had like real parodies of like the, the the dad was just like this like like stubborn black father who like refused. Yeah. Who was like, oh, you're you're giving up. You're giving up working at the barbecue shop again so you can go and study to become a, one of the only 200 master sommeliers in the world. And I'm like, what What dad in the universe would have that reaction to their son being a scholar Damn. in anything? I can't and, believe he did his uh, <laughs> d- son, dad so dirty, dude. And then and then it's like, it just keeps getting, like it comes becomes a little bit like misery porn for the main character. Like, you know, there's deaths and like, money problems and then he reconnects with his father and there's nice moments but then the ending is just such a like fucking cop out i was uh maybe i too will appreciate the research of the kanye and uh autism jokes yeah just do the release the autism cut just autism and kanye jokes for the entire time uh i don't know if, if anyone else is a big fan of barbecue and wine they're two subjects that like despite it being quite popular um it's rarely it's rare that you see them in in movies. In fact, I've watched, I've watched like four abominable wine movies. There's one called like Yo, You know what we should do? We should talk about bad food movies, like when they they've got some 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 like hack filmmakers watched like No Destination for a weekend while coming down, and they're like, Man, No reservations, sorry, and they're like, Damn, I got to make a food movie and just like speak about how like incorrect they are and shit. That would be sick. Oh, there there is a movie called No Reservations. Um, it was made in 2000 and what, 2007 and the cast is, I'm just checking. Um, is it, oh no. It, yeah. It's, it's like, it's vaguely based on, um, on, uh, on Didn't yeah, it's, it's Bradley it's, Cooper play he, he, a fictional version of him in a TV series. I can't remember, but no reservations is Catherine, Catherine Zeta Jones and Aaron Eckhart. We should, yeah, we should definitely go through like bad food movies. I don't think Bourdain had anything to do with it, actually. Okay, he has nothing to do with this one. 
Um, pretty hilarious looking cast though. Um, but yeah, all food movies are so weird. I don't remember what this wine movie was. It was a, it was called like it had Alan Alan Rickman. Do you know that, uh, yeah, sorry, the TV series was Kitchen Confidential and it stars Bradley Cooper as Anthony Bourdain. That's the one that was based on Bourdain, yeah, yeah. That's um, the one I'm thinking of, yeah. He actually, and he plays Jack Bourdain. Um, so Bottle Shock. That's crazy. Bottle Shock is a, um, a movie from 2008. Um, it has Alan Rickman, Chris Pine, Bill Pullman, like a pretty big cast. Um, and it's about, uh, based on a true story, um, in 1976... Um, it was the first year um, uh, there was a there's a big um, wine competition and it was the first year that um, a, a, a wine from outside of France won um, and it was specifically a Californian wine that no one took seriously at all and like that story in itself is really good but then they throw in this awful romantic subplot featuring characters that don't actually exist and it just it's so bad but um, stinky shit real dumb shit I don't know I, I, I kind of wish I, I, I love I love like stories about food and like I buy cookbooks just to read about the life story of the chef, you know, and I feel like mm. I would love more dry food and, uh, and, and wine fiction or like, you know, or non maybe post Corona that's going to happen after they readjust inflation for these dumb movies. Yeah. They're like, Oh, we can't, we can't afford to actually write romantic subplots anymore. Just make the dry as it happens story. Totally. And Man, I can't believe we're getting Morbius next year. That that hurts. Chris Pratt can be the voice of a wine bottle. Oh yeah, he's got it in him. No, but he's probably like proudly sober or something. Um, yeah, maybe. maybe yeah, after after um, Jason Momoa shamed him for holding a bottle on his Instagram of booze, <laughs> he doesn't drink anymore. <laughs> that, that that was the, the that was the sickest call out of this year. <laughs> so weird. Um, yeah, all right. Well, so let's go in onward spoilers now. Um, uh, so yeah. you really liked it. That, that rules. Yeah, man. I thought it was sick. I thought it was a great story. I thought it was a sweet story. I love that it was based on a real story about the director and his brother. Um, I got all this, like, I bought it on iTunes. So it came with, like, special features and shit. And there's, like, interviews with him and his brother, his older brother. And it's, it's basically their story. Yeah, and we should say it, yeah, it's available on iTunes and, I guess, the Google Play Store and Amazon um, everywhere mm. around the world now. And it's coming to Disney Plus in a few weeks. I think everywhere, too. So, mm. um Definitely check it out if you haven't yet. Um, Man, I, I was hoping the ending wouldn't do something and I'm so glad it didn't. And it like had a, it just had a great ending that like it reminded me of early Pixar movies where it didn't take, it didn't do what you kind of like, it didn't give you the sugary version. Like you're like, I know I shouldn't eat that, but I would really like that to be the ending. It gave you like what we <laughs> needed. And it's, some people would not like that because it's not, you know? Yeah. Sickly sweet. I think and it was just like great. Coco has does does similar. Like you know, yes. like it just go. It, it totally. gives you the sad ending, and you find the happiness in the sadness instead of just giving you the you happy realize ending. Yeah. Any other ending would have been shit, and you're like, that's not what this is about. Yeah. So, um, uh, this was directed by the same dude who directed Monsters, Monsters University. Yeah. Um, Dan Scanlon. Um, so I, I, I wasn't crazy about Monsters University, um, and I, I guess I'm a, I'm a huge fan of um, of the first Monsters Inc. So like I was I just thought that this didn't that 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 movie did nothing with um with the characters that I cared about. Like it was almost a movie that doesn't need to exist. It feels like one of those straight to video totally. Disney prequels that yeah. you used to get in the nineties. 
Um, so I was like, I, I kind of went in with this, and also the, the trailers for this didn't make it look like that good of a movie. No, but as you know, my stance on children's film trailers, they're all trash. Yeah. Um, I thought Tom Holland and, and, and uh, especially Chris, like Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt essentially just does a James, Jack Black impersonation for the entirety of the movie, but this is the it's first a thing I really, I was really, like, oh, he's Chris, he's um Jack Black in every movie from the early noughties. Yeah, exactly. Like 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 prime Jack mm. Black in his prime, and he does such a good job of yeah. it, and it's and it's really really. You perfect. know what? He's Jack Black in um Orange County, that movie with <laughs> Colin Hanks, where he plays an older brother. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, he's literally that. Yeah. Um and. Uh, I thought Tom Holland was like, you know, like like bang on for like that kind of, you know, nervous, hey, nervous wreck of a, he's, of a character. Yeah. Um, I want to see Tom Holland do something in his natural accent, though. I, has he done any movies as a Brit? Yeah, I'm sure he has. He did like, I don't know, like what was his first movie? I don't know. I don't know nothing about his his, his early career. I think it'd be sick if he just like went straight up British for Nathan Drake. The first thing I ever saw him do even was was the Rihanna thing before he even before ba- oh, before yeah. Spider Man came out. Oh, so he yeah, wow. He he was I don't know what was his early film roles. Ar- Arietti in the British version. He did he did one of the voices in Arietti. Um, the in- oh there you go the impossible oh, alongside Naomi Billy, Watson Billy Elliot. But like like the stage play, not the um, sure Billy Elliot. The yeah, you're right, man. He's barely done uh, Lost City of Z. He would be British. Yeah, right. Cool. Uh, Doolittle, I think as Jip, I think he is um British. Oh, great. Doolittle, <laughs> fuck. I want to watch Doolittle. We should do it. We should watch Doolittle for a future yeah, episode. Yeah, it, it's out soon. I saw it. It's like getting. It's coming out here super soon. <laughs> I was just thinking of British <laughs> entertainment, and you know that there's a um. Like like the British theatre company has um has released all of these like big um like stage plays on onto YouTube for like a limited amount yeah, of time. Yeah, they did like yeah they did like um Fleabag and shit. But there's a James Corden play, and <clears throat> and because it, it, like it came up in my in my theme feed. Oh God, what is it called? Because it it has the funniest name. Um, is it called like Fussy Wussy Big Babies or something? <laughs> um, fussy Wussy Big Pussy no, Man. It's called One Man Two Governors. <laughs> that just, you know what? That 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 is honestly like an old Simpsons joke. Where they'd cut to England <laughs> yeah, and yeah. show like a street, and that would be like a, a a movie playing at the cinema. That's actually the 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 porno um, Two Girls One Cup. That's the British. Mm. It's the British version of that. Two girls, one crumpet. <laughs> one man, Damn. two governors. I got a, I got, I got a fucking British cuisine confession. I got to make. Oh wow, what is it? It's gonna save it for pay, fam. <laughs> man, I'm being really good with food at the moment. Like wanting to eat as much as we have here. Yep. You know, while maintaining a balance where I support local joints that I dig. So I ordered like a really sick like poached chicken salad from this really great joint in Marrickville I go to all the time for lunch. That was sick. So I was like, all right, tonight, oh shit, we've kind of run out of stuff. Uh, I don't want to like order f- more delivery food. I've already done that today. And it was like a nice, you know, it was a good vibe. It was a nice chill out salad. What do we have? And there was fucking beans. And I don't eat beans. I don't even buy them. I, I, had to- I ate beans <laughs> tonight. 
<laughs> what kind? You know what what kind is? of veins? Well, just like the ones out of the tin, but like they're un- they're inedible. Like you've got to. Oh, do you stuff ate to baked them. beans? I ate fucking baked beans. <laughs> they're inedible. You joined, you joined inedible. five, so I had to like douse them in. What did I put on na, it? Na 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 na. I put a, I put on some like hot sauce. Oh. I I put on so much of you know they, this motherfucker. Oh uh, yeah, Frank's Red Hot. I actually have yeah. So I, I I was moving shit around my office. I found a box um from my restaurant days. I I have eight liters of Frank's Red Hot sauce in my uh, man in my in my you office send right it here, now. Yeah, because if I made if I made more beans, <laughs> and then I shave some fresh parmesan on top and that's some salt so pepper, that, that, and then, that makes them so much worse. <laughs> just eat the beans. Seriously, do you know no? Just think of that Heinz fake sweet. Tomatoey glaze. Uh, sauce like thing. I haven't had it in years, but I did have it like every now and then growing up. And then when I was a like poor sharehouse liver, um, I used to eat eat it as a meal every now and then. Man, it's I, 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 I have fond to, memories I had of to, them. I had to literally make them not taste like beans. I just had to like make it, and it wasn't like a lot of cheese. It was like a few shaves on like a shaver, like a you know. What, it, what it, time it of day fine. was it when you ate them? It was dinner. It was dinner. I went for like an night. I went for a ninety-minute walk before recording because I'd been, you know, I'm working from home. I've kind of got to be at the desk and computer all day. I've got to start like. Well, this was today. Lunch break. This was today. You ate this beans I mean. before Just, recording. Seriously, this is, I had to get it out. I had to tell you. <laughs> it was, I feel dirty. I hate them, and there was nothing else to eat. And I went for a big walk, and I was did hungry, you, and I was like, "Did oh. you? Did you get them all ready? Then sit down on the couch, put Cars Two on, and before you started eating." Some kid started. Some kid walked to my house and started calling me certain <laughs> some slurs, certain names, man. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. Fuck, that's so good. Yeah, no, I had beans, and I'm just like now. Now I finally have felt the effects of coronavirus. <laughs> me, my man's eating beans for the first time. Seriously, it it sucked, man. <laughs> I think it was all this talk of Pixar. Wait, it, did you, I was just like, I need. Were the beans in the cupboard? Where Where did you get the beans from? Yeah, I didn't buy them. It must have been like a panic buy during like the early days of toilet paper purchasing and shit. So Chloe Chloe bought them for the house. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh. So you both sat. Making, you like, both sat down to a bowl of beans together. No, it, no, this was solo. I was eating separately. Did you have them on, on toast? Schedule. Yeah, even worse. I had toast. Yeah, you. you <laughs> I you, literally. Had oh yeah, you hate toast, don't you? <laughs> I had breakfast for dinner. My worst breakfast. This is and this is when I, mean, I finally am understanding the ramifications of this horrible virus. <laughs> it was nice bread, though. It was like really good bread. Oh, good. I'm glad, bro. <laughs> that Jesse's Bakery, whatever you know, it was like real dark rye. It was it's fucking so sick. funny. I love that you ate baked beans before recording <laughs> It hit me today. It hit me. The vi- I was like, oh, now the virus is serious. <laughs> Cause like I've got enough, we're gonna make a big bolognese tomorrow for a few that'll last a few days, and it's like, you know what? I couldn't do that tonight because of time, and it was like too late to go to the shops, and I was just like, fuck, man. And so I have like, well, it's nothing else. It's just beans. I got to eat beans, <laughs> and I I went for a big ass walk, so I was like quite ravenous, and I was like, I gotta I gotta I gotta do something. I gotta I gotta I, I gotta eat these beans. Seriously, man, it sucked. <laughs> I hated it. It's so good. Um, yeah, onward. Onward. So, yeah. We didn't actually <laughs> beanwood. <laughs> Seriously, man. 
I hate it. They taste like disgusting. It's not real. I kept thinking about the factory they were made in as I was ma- making them, and then just like, there's nothing good. Yeah, about Yeah, they're, they're actually those beans it. are grown into the can. I hate it, man. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't good. Um, yeah, onward. Um, we always like. I feel like every Pixar movie up until this point is secretly about parenting, or not, not even not. Some of them are barely secretly. But almost all Pixar movies are about parenting. And I, I assume this one, you know, about a boy trying, two boys trying to get their father mm. back was going to be about parenting too. But it's not. It's it's actually about um, siblings and what it is to be a sibling. Yes. Um, and I thought that was really, really cool. Something I, do, I, something I would never know. Um, and, you know, you, you so rarely, even in the movies, like, you know, at, at no point in a Pixar movie about parenting, do the kids show appreciation to their parents for all of the hardships or whatever they've had in their life. But I loved that this was like, you know, oh, realizing what a great big brother, you know, your your goofy old brother is and like how much he loves you and giving him something to show your appreciation for him. Yeah. I loved like his realization, his realization that, that he's always had a father figure. So I guess secretly this is it. Beautiful. I guess this is, is actually a parenting movie, but like I love where he's like, no, you need this more than I do to see to see our dad. And I thought I just yeah, yeah, that was a bit yeah. I love that. Chloe was like, oh, I, I I wish he got to see the dad. I'm like, he never had a relationship with him, and he's like, this guy did, and he has a relationship with a dad. It's it's his brother, and like he he makes the decision as well. I love that. Like he's not like, yeah. no, I didn't get to see my. It would have been a cop out. Yeah, it would have been a cop out. I was like, I'm so glad. I was scared that they were gonna have a moment. It was so cool that we never saw the dad or that he just sacrificed. Yeah, I thought that was such a it was such a ball of move. And also it's, it's like, yeah, like, like, you know, you know he's now going to become a more powerful magic user. And like if, if you really are desperate for him to see his dad again one day, then like, you know, maybe he gets better at magic and maybe he can and, figure it out. Exactly. But it's better he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I um yeah, that that ending reminded me of like why Pixar why I love Pixar so much in the first place and like those endings are the ones that are like you know, most studios back then when Pixel started, it would be like, no, it has to be a happy ending. Yeah, you know, actually, the the trajectory of like Inside Out, where like you know the whole the the moral is, you know, I feel like a, a worse movie would be like, now sad is happy. We don't need sad anymore. Totally. Whereas that that Where they're Inside like Inside Out endings, like no, all emotions are important. Yes, totally. Um, and then I feel Coco like Coco is like Coco's yeah. like no, they they nail endings, man. They're fucking. That that that's their shit. Well, you, where if Disney had made it, you would see the dad. Well, Dis- Disney de- deaths in Disney. Like I, Archie hates Disney movies because they are movies first and foremost. But more importantly, <laughs> the, there's always a death like immediately. You, uh, Man, I'm eating beans. Archie's probably going to have to watch a movie soon. Like <laughs> this thing is affecting us in so many different ways. Um, but like you know, there's always like you know, like like you know, Elsa and Anna's parents die in the first seven minutes of Frozen. Um, he, we were going to watch Big Hero, Hero 6 this week And then he's like Wait, who dies in it? And I was like Ah, uh, well the parents are already dead And oh yeah, their brother dies in the first 15 minutes <laughs> And he's like I don't want to watch it Like he's just like, he He's already like He knows that Disney movies Kill off characters Really early on As like a way to motivate the characters And I like that Pixar like treats Death in Coco And death in Onward Differently like yeah, me too. Yeah, it celebrates death in that film. Yeah, like in fact, Coco's Coco is quite similar to the uh, the lessons I was talking about last week with the the death of uh, Leo. 
I was like, you know, death is like an important thing. And no, totally. You know, yeah. Our culture, our culture in particular, <laughs> we make you just scared of it. Uh, it's like death is terrible, man. Um, having been to other cultures' funerals and like, you know, I've, I've obviously my wife, her family, Lebanese. The difference between like when she first came to um like my grandma's funeral, she was like, mm. did everyone here like loved your grandma right now i'm like yeah of course and she's like well why is everyone happy i'm like oh because we're celebrating her life she was like oh wow wait till you come to a lebanese funeral lebanese funerals what is it like full so sad morning? bro morning like people literally screaming out why in like what? at all points of the church service yeah and, that's crazy and then, you, and then after the after the the um the service the family sit outside the church and every single person in the church has to come out and shake the hands and kiss the cheek of, of all the family members and say, I'm so sorry for your loss. I'm so sorry for your loss. And like, it's this, it's, it's, I don't know. You, yeah, you're right. like forced to mourn. I, I, yeah. That's crazy. I, I, I do think like our culture does like, you know, white Australia culture does funerals. Okay. <laughs> compared, compared yeah, to, no, yeah. I think I meant not, not Australian. I meant like, Human culture Pop culture even Yeah yeah Well yeah Like it's just like Death is Yeah n- Never Never Oh you mean, you mean Compared to the animal world Where you wish to be At all times Because you are also a furry well, the animal world Yeah the, the animal world They're just like They don't even know about yeah, death man. They just die I wish I was a wolf too dude I get it Seriously Ignorance is bliss brother um, yeah, I wish <laughs> I sent you that text. No, I, I, I sent you that text I, today. I, I meant humans. I've been like looking up people's reactions to B stars on uh, on Twitter, and I found someone that said, "I just fi- I just finished rewatching B stars, and oh, yeah. and now I want to fuck my dog." <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> Shit, I better not watch it. My cat's looking pretty hot right now. <laughs> no, I got enough time with animals. I'm playing Animal Crossing, dog. Yeah, like I said, it's a fairy starty kit. You're already a quarter of the way there. I know, it's a slippery slope. I ate beans as well. I don't know who I'm becoming. <laughs> My veil of sanity is slipping. So we are going to do some more Animal Crossing talk uh, tonight because... I love how we didn't talk about Onward. <laughs> it's like I don't know. I mean, like, I, I really like no, it. No, but like, this isn't a movie review show. Like, shut up if you think it is. T- turn this off. <laughs> we don't talk about movies. We talk about vibes from movies, you know? We're not going to break down Miz on Son. I mean, I'm... We're going to talk about Sonic more than any other movie this year because it's going to be... <laughs> like face that fact we're going to be bringing that up for the end of the year we're going to do a lot of movie talk in the next episode because i've been looking up how to set up a 40x setup i've decided the thing i miss most about legit? the outside world is is 40x i'm just curious of what it costs so i found a few places that support- i mean you did want to watch every fast and furious movie I, is there I'm a better saying. way to do it fuck no <laughs> Um, so if, if if this is something that uh, that that you've been missing too, maybe the next this episode of PayFam will give you some answers. Um, I also want to talk about like it's been a year since um, Endgame came out, and there's that great Twitter thread. Did you watch it of like the recorded audience reactions of um, of what? Oh, it's like a year ago when Endgame came out, someone recorded like oh, opening yeah, no, night people when Cap picked up a hammer the, and shit like that, and like that, that was like oh yeah, that was the fucking greatest. Like I know that, that rule. if you weren't part of that environment, that video must be the most embarrassing thing to watch. As like you know, must make you so embarrassed for humanity. For real. But uh, yeah, once, uh, I was watching the my own cut of um when uh, Superman smiled in Justice League. <laughs> you and me were cheering, bro. Cheered. We were cheering so much in, the, in that premiere. <laughs> yeah, we didn't go together. I went with Noon because I I was overseas or something when it came out. Fuck. 
Remember? I can't remember. It's all blurred into one. Which ones did we see together? Yeah. Batman versus Superman <laughs> and Birds of Prey and Aquaman. Okay, Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman, my man. <laughs> Aquaman was... That was a fun time. That's such a pre-corona memory. <laughs> you, me, and Noon. <laughs> Jason Momoa was there. <laughs> that shit would never happen now. No one famous is traveling ever again. That's right. Wait, wait. Jason Momoa was, it was at the cinema, right? Yeah, and he was wearing like pigtails. He came in and talked to us. Oh my God. Yeah, he's like, yo, what's up, dudes? I love this movie. Bye. <laughs> Remember he walked in with like 10 entourage, like 10 deep entourage? That's right, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, man, that's a real pre-corona memory. That shit's never happening again. Uh, so if you want more uh, more Hey Fam, we're going to do another hour of it. We'll probably talk about a bit more about Onward in it. Uh, obviously, how to, how to set up your cinema, uh, how many thousands of dollars it will take <laughs> how to. To, to set up 40X yeah. in your living room, and why would anyone even want to do that to begin with? Um, Angus has apparently beat Animal Crossing, so we're going to be talking about that. Well, you can't beat it, but yeah. And uh, you're also going to learn that maybe setting up 40X in my own living room isn't totally out of character for me because I, I found something in my in my office today that is like, oh yeah, I've kind of already done this before. So uh, A board game? Sure. Um, you'll find out in this episode of PayFam, uh, which you can hear by going over to patreon.com slash heyfam. Every week we do two episodes of HeyFam and all it costs is $5 a month to get access to both episodes. Um, if you uh, head over there now, five bucks gets you um, every bonus episode we've ever recorded, which is uh, like a hundred and something uh, by this point. So many, many hours Too many. of self-isolation Too many, entertainment. And if you want somewhere to discuss all of the things that we talk about and the episodes themselves, um, we have a Discord um, the PayFam Discord so- server is a very friendly and lovely place with, uh, at the moment, just so good if you, if you want to like recommend or get recommendations for movies, TV, board games, all that good shit. Or if you just want to like, you know, cry about Bernie Sanders, we got you. It's a safe place. The Sandman we, yeah. lives on in, in, in the um, PayFam Discord server. He, he's the PayFam Discord server's true president. 100%. Until the Joker goes, goes, starts, goes into running. Well, it goes Joker, then Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're like, it's running mates. Uh, Joker is president of Patreon. Actually, I should give a, uh, a shout out to Daniel, uh, who tonight I was at, a, a, I went to the supermarket, and then I was like, I wonder if the board game shop downstairs is open. It was, for some reason, the only things open in the uh, entire Westfield were... Um, uh, a su- the supermarkets and a board game shop. And while I was in there buying some board games, I just heard someone go, hey, fam. And I was like, oh, oh no, he just said fam. And I was like, what? And he goes, buying oink games. And I was like, oh, yeah. So And his name is Daniel and he, he listens to hey, fam. So did, he, sh- sh- did he beat you up then? <laughs> yeah, he stole <laughs> my money. Like, this is him. This is him, fellas. Let's kick the shit out of this <laughs> board game pitch. He stole, my, <laughs> He's been he stole my money and then he said, don't worry, I'm going to put some of it towards the Patreon. Which you can do too. Patreon.com slash HeyFam. I sent him there. Oh, good. Thanks, bro. He's like, kid, you want to make some quick bucks? He's like, how much are you paying me? I'm like, no, no, no. It's how much you're going to get out of our friend, our, 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 our shared friend. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry for that. Thank you so much, Daniel, for beating the shit out of me. And thank you for listening to this episode of HeyFam. Come and join us over at PayFam. Stay safe and we'll is see you. In, is he in PayFam? Yeah, he is. Uh, Daniel? He hasn't, he doesn't, he's like, I could, he couldn't be bothered setting up the Discord is what he said. I get that a lot. I love that because it means you you haven't pressed a button. <laughs> <laughs> it it is really easy. People are like yeah, I don't. That's good. I love that. I don't no, want another. Stay app. true, kinks. 
That's what, stay that's true, what people King. Don't say. do shit. Yeah, I'm into it. What? 20, 2020, stop doing shit. Yeah, if, if you're in a board game shop, you clearly have enough time to set up a Discord. Easily. All right. Easily. Easily. See you next week, everybody. But if you're a real one, see you in PayFam now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.